0: It is Texas football today, a show on the internet that pickle just like, um, I don't know. Pickle, pickle just like yelled at me there, like as,
1: as we were coming.
2: Well, Powers here. is sitting there going like, showing you his phone, like, "Hey, check your phone, check it," and you're looking at me like, "Huh?" <laughs> so it was like, <laughs> it
1: was I obviously didn't very, I obviously didn't do a very good job of saying. I thought I thought pointing at your phone was the universal Versal, yeah. yeah it was the universal check your phone that's what I, well,
2: and I didn't realize how close the thing was so I was like mics are on oh ch- check your phone yeah
1: well that's why I pointed at the phone I didn't realize I didn't know because I can't see the screen anymore how, how close, close the we were. right I was like well it seems like the timing well, be. was
2: looking at me like help what is he talking like, what, about and I was like, I was like if on? someone points to their phone that means hey check look at your phone right
1: <laughs> exactly
0: um. Welcome in to Texas Football Today, <laughs> a, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, yelling at me as we go to, as we come on the air. It's the Duchess of the Dorks, Ashley Pickle.
2: You're always the one yelling at me. we got to switch it up every please now Please don't now and raise and your voice to me.
1: That's, that makes me feel very <laughs> small. I will, I will take Ashley's back on this. She she, pol- she sweetly and politely
2: Thank said, you. look at you. <laughs>
1: that was very <laughs> Mike's easy.
2: around, look at your phone. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: she was very, I don't know.
1: I think it was obvious. Look at your phone, Mike, you're on.
2: Yeah. Well, I didn't realize how close we were to being on, too, and I was like, oh, crap, we're going.
1: Anyway, that's Greg Powers of Nexon hey, Laughlin
2: hey. over in the Power Zone.
0: Hey, Powers. What's up? Um, today is Wednesday, June 17th, 2020, 162 days till Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. episode 979-979, the OPS for Oscar Gamble in his illustrious Texas Rangers career, the 64 games in 1979 on today's show friends. We've got this week in recruiting with Greg powers, the next level athlete talking about all the big things in the, uh, in the world of recruiting, uh, across the state of Texas. We'll get to that. And then back after the show, we're going to unveil the five, a division II uh, top 10 in the 2020 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas football. So stay tuned for that. So do we first four through the door?
2: We sure do. It was Andrew Christensen, Phil Vane, Josh Chappa, and Rob Hadaway. Welcome in, guys. Hi, guys.
0: Um, okay. Uh, very briefly, this is not on the run sheet, but this is breaking news that's coming down right now. That that right now, the UIL Legislative Committee uh, is, um, is 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 um, making a uh, is, has announced that um, they are going to lift the um, uh, the tw- the Friday Night Live broadcast ban um, for the 2020 season. Uh, I, I, some, some real quick thoughts on this. Uh, this was something that I think, you know, we've talked about here as a possibility for a while, simply because they're figured to be fewer fans in the stands in 2020 because of COVID-19. We're hoping we have a season period, but they're figured to be fewer fans in the stands in 2020. And as a result, uh... uh, there is going to be a lower gate for the UIL or not for the UIL, but for the school districts that, you know, uh, Richardson ISD is going to get less is going to get less um, um, is going to get less uh, revenue because they're selling fewer tickets. That's how tickets work. Right. And so as a way of helping to make them whole, and I think in order to help promote social distancing, um, they are going to, the UIL is going to lift for 2020 um, the Friday night live broadcast ban you used to be able to do uh, tape delay you used to be able to do just highlights but you're not able to do games live now you are going to do be able to do them live if both teams um, agree to it uh, and things like that so look this is obviously a, a pretty big deal um, that they are going to uh, they're going allow these games to uh to 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 be broadcast live um I want to see how it rolls out. I think it's going to be really interesting because I think what you're going to see is a lot of, I think you're going to find out, plain simple, I think you're going to find out who's got the school's best heart and best, best interest at heart, plain simple. Because what I'm seeing right now on Twitter is people lighting up and people thinking, hey, I can go make a buck off this. Um, I want to see and I want to make sure that these school districts negotiate hard. And I know that my friends at Fox Sports Southwest probably don't want me saying that, but I think it's the truth. I think that we need to make sure that we are understanding the purpose of this, and it's not to make a buck off of kids. Plain and simple. Um, so I, I, I want to make sure that these school districts, I, I think they need to know the value of their broadcasting rights, and I hope that they will, they will, um, they will drive a hard bargain to make sure that, that these games uh, go off uh, in a way that is uh, appropriate. Um, I, I, I want to see how these things, you know, the floodgates are going to kind of open now. It's going to be really interesting to see how these games are broadcast, what kind of revenue is given back to the schools, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, it's going to be interesting. There's going to be a lot of moving parts here going forward, but, uh, the breaking news right now is that, uh, contingent upon it is broken by Matt Stepp, although it was announced in the, um, um, rather in, in the UIL legislative council meeting which is streaming on youtube um breaking contingent upon a 2020 texas high school ball season the uil will lift the friday night live broadcast ban during the regular season it will be for 2020 both schools must agree uh dr Bright up the uil executive director uh says that they want to protect friday night but this year is an exception so uh it sounds like it will be a one year deal so keep an eye on all of that be interesting to see ready
2: Mm
0: -hmm. i'm greg tepper that's Greg Powers, it really is, I'm pointing to him. And this is This Week. And Cruton. It's This Week in Formerly Delayed uh with uh greg powers of next level athlete follow him on twitter at g power scout follow next level athlete on twitter at next level
1: d1 powers how you doing great i tried to give just enough delay to reminisce yeah. about the delay i, I gave a, a strong that. i gave a strong pause today i've learned that uh based on the feedback in your facebook comments that that people really appreciate the delay so i tried to reintroduce it this week how's uh how's the power zone the power zone is awesome, man. Um, it was blessed by Matt Stepp's presence at the end of last <laughs> In week. In a Hawaiian so shirt. <laughs> Hawaiian shirted Matt I, Step. I'll also notice that the power zone has a light that I'm not using. Yes. Yeah. So is that is that a beauty light? what?
2: Yeah, it, it just kind of depends on what how bright it is outside. Honestly, gotcha. like when it gets cloudy, I'll turn that thing on. But if not, there's really no need for it because you've got a nice little natural. Natural glow. Yeah, the lighting looks today. great.
1: Now, the only thing I can see as I do the show is myself in the camera. Now, so we used to be able to look at the monitor whenever we're in our normal spots. So now, if you catch me looking at the camera, it, I'm literally looking at myself.
0: Well, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're just kind of telling on yourself now. <laughs> well, like, I don't tell people that all I'm doing is looking at myself, <laughs> but I.
1: it's It's true that's my my monitor my monitor is now me
0: yeah there you go um all right let's get to the uh this week in recruiting a lot to get to uh powers of course up on texasfootball.com we're going to start with our prospect on the rise our prospect on the rise going to the houston area houston st thomas wide receiver cameron bonner has picked up a couple of new offers one from north texas and one from wisconsin those are two
2: not cost. two I don't know quite
0: diverse things. <laughs> North Pole,
2: South Pole. He's Gulf. already got
0: offers from Baylor, Houston, SMU, UTSA, Pittsburgh, Illinois, Utah, and Virginia Tech. This is a guy there at Houston Saint Thomas that we've been talking about this school quite a bit.
1: Right, it's the second week in a row a Houston Saint Thomas uh, player was named prospect on the rise in the in the recruiting notebook presented by Chicken Express. Uh, Thank that, you. What I think Cha-ching. is what I think is really cool about Bonner is he's a guy who uh, has the the length and measurables to not only project at wide receiver on the next level, which he's a really good one. He racked up over 1,200 yards and scored 12 touchdowns last year. Uh, but he is a, a a player that could also be a defensive back prospect. He came to the Next Level Athlete Showcase not this year but last year and worked out at DB and looked really good uh, playing that position. So he's a very versatile prospect. Could could do multiple things. Um, On either side of the ball and it'll be interesting to see what his true calling is once he arrives on the scene in college because he's a guy that um, like I said he has the ability to lock players down as a cornerback but he also is a a touchdown machine on the offensive side and he's got a very diverse offer list as well I mean you you hit the nail on the head Wisconsin to North Texas and then a a pretty good array of in-state schools to mix with some good p5 schools out of state so that it's an interesting mix of schools for him
0: um yeah so um there is uh Cameron Bonner the wide receiver from Houston St. Thomas um a, a guy that that certainly you should know and a guy that that I think is uh is going to continue to rack up offers um you know it, it seems like a no-brainer for North Texas to offer them uh the Wisconsin offer is interesting you know Wisconsin Wisconsin doesn't doesn't offer a ton of wide receivers right like they just don't, and generally speaking, like, you don't see them come down to Texas except to generally for, what, offensive line?
1: DBs. They, DBs. Yeah. They come and down that, and get DBs. And that's interesting thing to think about when, when thinking about Bonner, because he can do that, but I... I would say, I mean, Houston has offered both him now and then. Last week, uh, Maddox copped quarterback there, picked up an offer from Houston. Uh, the Cougars have an offer out to both of those studs on St. Thomas's roster. Is that something that we should probably monitor pretty closely with those guys? I'm gonna say maybe. It's a strong, maybe.
0: Uh, let's go to our commit of the week. Our commit of the week is kind of a we could have done like a, a one-two punch here because yes. it kind of it came down. Did they come down simultaneously?
1: Uh, within one minute of each other, I think. <laughs> I mean, I think it was done on purpose.
0: Right. Our Commit of the Week is Dallas Kimball 2021 cornerback Ishmael Ibrahim. Um, the pride of Kimball. My mom's alma mater. water. Um, he has pulled the trigger. He has committed to Texas. Had offers from all over. Uh, and he committed... The thing that was most interesting is that he is our number one cornerback in the state, according yep. to TexasFootball.com. Uh, the number 19 prospect. He's a member of the 2020 Whataburger Super Team. Uh, preseason Super Team. And... He wasn't alone. He was part of a double dip in the DFW area as JD Coffey also pulled the trigger for Texas.
1: Definitely a great week for the Texas Longhorns, especially on the defensive side of the football and the defensive backfield to be able to land uh, not only the number one cornerback in the state in Ibrahim, but the number two safety in the state in JD Coffey from Kennedale. Um, Before we dive into Ibrahim, Coffey is one of those guys who started as a freshman. Um, Mm -hmm. So he's a very experienced player and has put up some sick statistics in his high school career. I think he has 14 interceptions maybe Mm -hmm. heading into his senior year. So he's one of those guys who's going to go down probably in the record books if he has another strong season. Um, Develop from a cornerback into a true safety prospect, but he can bring a little bit of everything to the table. Um, But Ibrahim is rated a little bit higher in the DCTF top 50, and I think that's based upon his upside as a lockdown island corner. You don't find too many guys who are in this 6 foot, 6 foot 1 170 pound range who can truly flip their hips and hang with receivers like Ibrahim does and he has the potential to not only develop um, on the field but he has that potential when you look at him to see the upside as he develops in the strength and conditioning program and Texas has one of the best ones not only in the state of Texas Texas is known for its strength and conditioning program nationally so I think that Ibrahim will really grow uh, at UT in the Austin uh area and, and become an all-american type of player uh for texas
0: he is a he's a big time playmaker this is a really nice week and i guess a really nice it was monday right
1: yes yeah, tuesday
0: tuesday it's a really nice tuesday there for texas um no you were right monday, monday my bad thank you today's
2: wednesday there's no Wednesday.
0: way that's right. Uh, it's a really nice, really nice day there for uh, for those um, uh, for those Texas Longhorns. They pick up a pair of, of key cogs in the secondary there with Ishmael Ibrahim from Dallas Kimball and of course Kennedale's J D. Coffee. We're talking about tech. We're talking about this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, the next level athlete. Follow him on Twitter at Scout, Follow next level athlete on Twitter at d one and uh, get involved with our conversation at hashtag tf today. Let's go to our underclassman of the week. Our underclassman of the week. Let's go to the DFW Metroplex and talk to Argyle. Argyle 2022 offensive lineman Sheridan Wilson has picked up another pair of offers to add to his growing, growing list. Uh, these come from a pair of Power 5, one from TCU, one from Arizona State. Uh, Argyle figures have one of the best offensive lines in 4A, and Sheridan Wilson's a big reason
1: why. I mean, can you imagine you're a 4A school, and you could potentially line up across from you on the defensive front, Jack Tucker, Sheridan Wilson, and then Jasper Lott coming across, <laughs> In motion to that, that side is of the some field. Size, there man. are going to be some lanes cleared for the Argyle Eagles this year as these guys continue to only get better and better with each passing week. Uh, Wilson was one of those guys who really stood out at the next level athlete uh, Dallas showcase held at South Lake Carroll earlier this year. And, and, and really, at 6'5, 260 pounds, is a prospect who's starting to grow into his frame. I think that he could be a true center or offensive guard prospect at the next level. And you're starting to see him start to catch some some steam north texas and texas tech have already extended him an offer and i'm sure jack tucker his line mate there at argyle who is a red raiders commitment is in his ear constantly uh, about playing for texas tech Uh, but now there's some stiff competition because tcu is at the local school and does a really good job of recruiting uh guys in this area to, to play for them but we're only touching the tip of the iceberg for wilson as he goes through the recruiting yeah. process his his list is going to at least triple uh, but probably before he makes a decision
0: when you're talking about a guy who was a key part of their offensive line last year as a sophomore you know now entering his junior season you you feel like his frame can still fill out this is a guy who i think is go- is only going to get Uh, more and more popular among the uh, the recruit Knicks out there. Uh, A guy that, and especially playing, he's a guy that, look, spoiler alert, Argyle's probably going to be pretty good this year and they're probably going to be pretty good next year because they're pretty good pretty much every year. Right. And so he's going to be playing deep in the playoffs. He's going to start to get noticed more and more.
1: The number two team in the preseason 4A D1 ranking. So, I mean, this is a team that everybody's going to have circled on their schedule when they play them and a lot of eyes are going to be on Argyle this year. And, He's one of those guys that I describe as a mauler, and maulers typically get better as they get more confident and older, Mm -hmm. so he had pretty good tape as a sophomore, but I can only imagine what he's going to do the next two years for Argyle.
2: And I remember watching him at this camp, and you can see it here on the one-on-one drill specifically. He Gets it like mentally, he knows where people are going. He's got that quick reaction time that is impressive for a person that was coming off their sophomore year.
0: Absolutely no, he and I know he he was really really impressive at the uh, next level athlete Texas top one hundred back uh, what it feels like seventeen years ago. <laughs> and finally, let's get to our uh, let's get to our recruit of the week. Our recruit of the week. We're going to Garland Lakeview Centennial, but we're not talking about Kamar Wheaton, right? Wow, we're talking about their center uh, Ezra Oy- Oyatadi. Yep. Oyatadi, first time, uh, he's accepted an invitation to play in the 2021 All-American Bowl uh, in uh, in San Antonio on January 2nd. Um, it's easy to get lost in looking at Kamar Wheaton, because their right. running back is really, really good, and we've talked about him a lot on this segment, uh, but the guy plowing the road for him is pretty good as well. Oh, And what you notice is
1: that Wheaton does a really good job of hitting um, the middle of the field and then bursting to daylight. Well, Oyutati oh, is one of those guys who makes that easy for him because he clears lanes right up the middle. He transitions to the second level very easily, and he's another one of these guys who has a huge upside. Uh, and to be honest, he, has, he now has 26 offers, and to be honest, that's kind of slid a little bit under the radar Uh, it's a very another one of those lists that's kind of all over the place but his p5 offer list is really starting to expand in recent weeks schools like arizona state and this week uh, missouri and rutgers stepping up to the plate for him and was recognized as an all-american this week as he earned an invitation to play in that game on i think it's january 2nd in san antonio uh, this year 2021 Uh, and he quickly accepted that invitation. So we'll get to see him on national TV uh, as he lines up against some of the nation's best and and shows them what Texas high school football is all about. He's a true center prospect. I was was going to ask you. Yeah, he's a true center prospect. He plays center already. He's really good at it. Uh, So he's one of those guys who, when you're putting together an all-star game roster, that you need. And mm-hmm. I think that he'll fit the bill perfectly uh for the West squad. That's where all the Texas players they play on the West team in the all American game. Uh so he'll anchor the offensive center position uh in, in that game.
0: Yeah. Uh well, you know, that's why the West has won it nearly half <laughs> there you the go. time.
1: I don't know. I do not I f I don't I don't uh, the West holds its own. I mean I think the West is usually pretty good.
0: Well, yeah. It's got the Texas kids.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
0: That's <laughs> Greg Fowers, Next Level <laughs> Athlete over there in the power zone. Follow him on Twitter, out. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at Next Level D1. Find his fine work, mostly fine work, at texasfootball.com slash recruiting. By the way, um, have you gotten any uh, tweets or DMs yet about any kids you've left out of the magazine?
2: Mm. Yes, I've I've seen them. I I saw one earlier I saw a today. Couple. Some. It, but they it's like, the it thing wasn't is, at you, but... The,
0: the top 300 it it's really hard to to crack and furthermore our top 300 it's it's honestly we need to we need to like do a better job of of um kind of describing that because it is the top 300 but like if it's a really good year for quarterbacks and a really bad year for offensive linemen right we're still going to have like 25 quarterbacks and we're still going to have like 40 offensive linemen like Sure. That's kind of, I don't know, it's, it's a well, weird... Well, there's
1: only one quarterback, and there's five offensive linemen on every right, team. Right,
0: exactly. But that's that's the thing, is that, like, it is the top 300, but, like, it's also fair to, to say that, like, maybe the 240th best prospect is actually, like, the 27th
1: best quarterback. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so he gets left off that, lit. like, I don't know. I'd, I missed the tweet. I haven't seen it yet. Um, But the position, I think, that has the biggest gripe is wide receiver in the state of Texas. Because you can go so far down the list, and guys who got left off of the top 300 at the wide receiver position any year in the state of Texas are going to have a gripe, and they should rightfully so have a gripe. There's only so much print space. And I'll also preface that these top 300 lists, we put that together very early, and a lot of players emerge after that. And Mm -hmm. it makes the way you lay out a magazine makes it really tough to go back and make mass changes to any type of extensive lists um, because they're laid out in alphabetical order and by position. Yes. So that makes it tough. So when you say the deadline is X date, I know. that's literally the deadline and it's a, and its a early deadline. So well, I'm a jerk. I know. But everybody knows that.
2: Yeah, this is your we're directing all the tweets at you. Yeah, from here I
0: mean,
1: on yeah, out. that's what I was. My Twitter, please my, please
2: refer yes. please send your please t- tweets Please when t- to send your tweets tepper. to me
0: on Twitter at ashley underscore pickle 12 that's <laughs> yeah. at ashley underscore pickle 12 i know it sounds weird that that's my twitter handle but just right. let me have it <laughs> yeah okay powers appreciate it let's do it again next week let's do it we are texas football today we're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com talking football the lone star state you can follow us on twitter at dctf like us on facebook facebook.com slash dave campbells follow us on instagram instagram.com slash dave campbells and of course see us at texasfootball.com texasfootball.com where you can find complete coverage of high school football college football and recruiting all across the lone star state hey do you want this magazine that's a magazine here's a guy who's in my tweets right now and he's saying man how much longer can i be expected to wait for the 2020 summer edition of dave campbell's texas football and i said oh no oh no are you a subscriber and he goes well well no i'm not well then i gotta tell you
2: well then a couple more weeks you're not gonna get it like july one
0: but if you want this magazine now if you want this magazine mailed to you directly so you don't have to run around looking at Walmart, H-E-B, Brookshire, CVS, wherever you get your, your magazines, become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. I'm sorry, texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Oh, of that.
2: man, you got to get that right. texasfootball.com
0: slash subscribe. We changed the URL. I can't be held <laughs> responsible for that. texasfootball.com slash subscribe. You get this magazine. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content. You get stuff from Powers. You fund the Power Zone. Yeah. Um, if you subscribe and send me a, uh, a, a tweet of your receipt as a subscriber. The first one to do it next week or the next time we have somebody in the power zone, we will name the power zone after you for one week. Ooh, How about that?
2: That's a hot commodity. For one
0: for one segment. So it'll be like the um, Mem- Ashley Pickle Memorial <laughs> Power Zone is what I'm saying. <laughs> you
2: have to throw Texas, in the memorial.
0: TexasFootball.com subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. There's that. Pickle Yes. In that aforementioned 2020 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, we have rankings. We do. Of Texas high school football teams. There are more than 1,400 high school football teams across the Lone Star State. We preview every single one of them in the 2020 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and we rank them. We have expanded rankings in the in the magazine, including the top 25 for each division of 5A, 4A, 3A, and 2A, the top 20 for, class, uh, for each division of Class 1A, and the top 50 for Class 6A. But today, just a little treat. Just a little. Uh, We are going to reveal the top 10 of the 5A Division II rankings. The top 10 of the 2020 Dave Campbell's Texas Football rankings. Of course, we are the official rankings provider of the Associated Press. You can find expanded rankings in the 2020 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. We've got our top 10 for 5A Division II. We will start at number 10. The Crosby Cougars check in at number 10 in Dave Campbell's Texas football. They were 6-5 and five a year ago, but bring back an absolutely loaded squad. Led by quarterback Reggie Branch and a full offseason under coach Jerry Prieto should do them a lot of good. Crosby, the number 10 team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number 9... The Barbers Hill Eagles are the number nine team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Tom Westerberg has quietly been building Barbers Hill into a powerhouse, and this could be the year that the Eagles take flight, led by a dynamic defense anchored by defensive lineman Josh King-Bradley and a playmaking offense. Keep an eye on Barbers Hill. They're number nine in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number eight. How about those Frisco Raccoons? Frisco is the number eight team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Coach Jeff Harbert has helped revitalize the Raccoons' offense last year, and they could be even better this year. With nine starters back on offense and seven back on defense, keep an eye on Frisco. The Raccoons are number eight in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number seven... The Wolves of Mansfield Timberview are the number seven team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. A Division I drop down. The record doesn't impress you. They're just six and five a year ago, but all but three starters are back for Coach James Brown, most notably linebacker Rom Stevenson. Keep an eye on the Wolves, Mansfield Timberview, number seven in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number six. The Raiders of Wichita Falls Rider are the number 6 team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Another deep run of the playoffs for the Raiders last year, and this year they are absolutely loaded for bear with 18 starters back, including three-year starter Jacob Rodriguez at quarterback. This could be the year for Rojo, Ro- uh, Wichita Falls Ryder the number 6 team in Dave Campbell's Texas Football We're rolling out the top 10 teams in the 5A Division 2 rankings in Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Of course, you can reserve your copy of the 2020 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football today at texasfootball.com/subscribe. Number 5 The A&M Consolidated Tigers, the number five team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. There's rebuilding to do for Coach Lee Fedora, losing a trio of FBS recruits. But the defense should be very solid with defensive linemen uh, 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 Vince Sheffield and Eric Goodman. If the young skill talent can emerge, they are right back in the mix. A&M Consolidated, the number five team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number four... The Fort Bend Marshall Buffaloes, the number four team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. The headliners might be gone, right? Devona Chan, Malik Hornsby, they're out the door. But a lot of the nuts and bolts from the back-to-back state finalists are returning, including defensive back Christian Jackson and offensive lineman Lamont Vaz. They may not have the same highlight makers, but they are a threat to go all the way. Fort Bend Marshall, the number four team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. To number three... Let's go to the 806. The Lubbock Cooper Pirates, are the number three team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. After coming within a whisker of a title game last year, the Pirates bring back a dynamic group of playmakers that could form one of the state's best defenses, led by linebacker Kobe McKenzie and defensive end Kyler Jordan. If quarterback Cooper LeFaber can take a next step, they can legitimately win it all. Lubbock Cooper, the number three team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Into number two. The Alito Bearcats are the number two team at Dave Campbell's Texas football. The nine-time state champs have a great chance of winning their third straight title, but must replace running back Jason McClellan and quarterback Jake Bishop. Wide receiver Jojo Earl leads the always dynamic Bearcats, and if quarterback Ethan McBrayer, a transfer from Godley, can fit in, title number 10 is within grasp. Alito, the number two team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Which means there is a number one, and it is... The Ennis Lions start the year number one in Dave Campbell's Texas football. It's hard to believe it's been more than 15 years since Sam Harrell won a state championship, but this might be the year that that drought ends. Defensive event Jarvion Williams leads a supremely dangerous defense. Quarterback Colin Drake will trigger Harrell's famous high-powered spread. And the Lions are our pick to win the 5A Division II state championship. Ennis starts the year number one in 5A Division II, according to Dave Campbell's Texas football. So there are your top ten of the five A Division two state rankings, according to Dave Campbell's Texas football in conjunction with the Associated Press. Number ten, Crosby. Number nine, Barbers Hill. Number eight, Frisco. Number seven, Mansfield Timberview. Number six, Wichita Falls Rider. Number five, Anom Consolidated. Number four, Four Pin Marshall. Number three, Lubbock Cooper. Number two, Alito. And the number one team in five A Division two, the Innis Lions. There you have it, the five A Division two rankings. Of course, we have expanded rankings in the twenty twenty summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, uh, which you can get now if you go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Otherwise, it will be on store shelves first week in July. And now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. What would you call this?
2: You can get it. Come on. You can do it. Powers, what do we call
0: this segment?
1: Thoughts from Pickle.
2: Thoughts from Pickle.
0: Oh, it's Final Thoughts. That's right. Final put Chiron.
2: And it's America's favorite segment. So you just messed that entire thing up. Yeah. Um, Our uh, our buddy Nolan Ruth commented and said, Every time Alito feels disrespected, the whole town will blow up my phone telling me to tell y'all to cut it out. And man, it's hashtag disrespect season right now. For who? For us. People yeah. tweeting. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> For sure. It is.
2: It's fun to watch. Yeah. And I, I love that everyone always puts, we'll use this as motivation. Like, good yeah please do that's Mm -hmm. the point of rankings
0: (laughs) yeah um of course we want you to uh uh to you know roast us but first of all get the magazine yes then roast me then roast us you get the if you subscribe you go to slash subscribe roast away (laughs) turn that baby all the way up to 400 it's fine anything else nope you good Yep. Okay. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Hey, Powers, thanks. Glad to be here. Yeah. <laughs> for Ashley Pickle, <laughs> I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please can be your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow in Texas Football today.